Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Trust in polling? Ah, that's never the case. But how do you deny when the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight polls all have Trump up by double digits? These national polls have Trump up at an average of 38 points over Ron DeSantis with the latest poll just coming out as of uh, August 31st, CNN poll, Trump 52, DeSantis 18, and both Haley and Pence at seven before getting to Vivek Ramaswamy at 6%. Of course, you have uh, people who are running for president who will tell you that these polls are meaningless. You say these national polls are essentially useless at they this are. point. You look at New Hampshire. Do you, what do you see when you're in New Hampshire? What do you see when you're in New Hampshire? Well, the latest poll in New Hampshire has Trump at 34, not at 52, has me at 14, not at 2. Um, and that means 66% of the people polled in New Hampshire don't want to support Donald Trump. It means that you just told us that you can't trust a poll. They're useless at this point, which is your exact words, actually, Chris Christie, and then told us, look at how well I'm doing in the polls. This is exactly the point. Who knows if they're right? Who knows if they mean anything? But they've got to mean something. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Craig Robinson joins us right now. He is uh, the voice of smart politics in Iowa. He has run the Republican caucuses uh, there in Iowa. Iowa GOP or Iowa G-O-P-E-R on the Twitter. Xbox has been long involved in Republican politics in the state. I take a look at the polling that's happening Um in, in in Iowa, and I say um, this is in every way a Trump runaway if I'm going to believe it, but really the last poll was ended August 17th, the NBC News Des Moines Register poll, which you said you were not a fan of, that had Trump at 42 and DeSantis at 19, Trump overall with a spread of 26 points. Now, you weren't a fan of it because you didn't like some of the methodology that was used in in the poll. But you've never questioned whether or not Trump is ahead uh, in Iowa. After the last couple weeks, uh, things have calmed down post-debate. What is the scene like in all 99 counties? Yeah, I think it's just it's just kind of calm. Right. It's it's weird. I mean, there's no you know, Tony, years ago you were there with me. We went to, you know, Iowa straw poll. It was this big event where these campaigns had to put on display what kind of support do you have in the August before of the caucus. And and people it would force people out of the race, which is why people didn't like it. Uh, 
sometimes these national front runners wouldn't compete, all that stuff. But you had to put your cards on the table, right? Here's where I stand. I'm actually doing something and organizing in Iowa. And what's going on right now in this cycle, Tony, is that it's just noise. I mean, you have people, they come in and they have events and it looks right and it feels good. But there's, I don't feel like there's this moment that's out there that's saying, hey, I need you to support me and we need to get organized and we need to do this if we want to win. I just think we're kind of going through the motions here. And when you're going through the motions and there's a guy at 50% nationally or maybe 40% in in these early states, what are you doing to turn the tables? And, and so, you know, this weekend we have the Iowa-Iowa State football game, right? Trump's coming, right? So it's, it's, it's built for Trump. He's going to come. He's going to, you know, he'll be the talk of the town. Other presidential candidates are going to be there as well. Um, it's really a nothing burger in terms of there's no speech, there's no that. It's just a spectacle. So it's tailor-made for Trump. And he'll get everyone talking again, you know, and then and then he leaves and then, you know, we'll have these events with these other candidates. But I just don't think that they're really organizing for a grassroots victory. I think we are. I think the caucuses have changed in a way where we just kind of go through the motions and we're going to see where we're at on caucus day of, of you know, where people line up. But I don't. Are you making the argument? I mean, I mean, forgive the interruption. Are yeah, you making so, the argument that based on your assessment, knowing these caucuses, knowing the people who, who do this, you know every person from every county, that people have kind of given up on this thing? Eh, it's going to be Trump. Can we just move on? Or, no, or I, is, is, is it a different statement you're making? It, it's a different statement. I think what it is is that in many ways, Iowans, like, like we like the – you know, we'd like to meet all these candidates, right? We like to ask them questions and all this stuff, right? And so we'll show up to your events. What I'm saying is, is that I don't think, I think there's a healthy amount of people that are saying, look, I might prefer someone besides Trump, right? But I don't, I don't think that's 50% of the caucus voter electorate right now. But what I'm saying is, is that these candidates, I think they, they get lulled into, hey, I have these people turning up at my events. It feels good. It's right. I don't think they're taking the next step to say, hey, I need you to, to sign on the dotted line that I have your support and that you're going to go out there and organize for me. I don't think the hard organizing is going on from these challengers to Trump. Um, I think they're playing the same game that Trump is. It's just, you know, it's, it's a media hit. It's it's a door, it's a paid door knock by someone from California. It's it's a mailer in my mailbox. They can't win that game against Donald Trump. Donald Trump will beat them at that game. I mean, he's he's a, he's a celebrity. He's a former president. They can't beat him at that game. But that's the game they're playing. If they want to beat him, they have to get there. They have to organize deep in every county and, and do a turnout. I don't see any campaign on the ground here that's doing that level of work. And you can tell by the number of staff they have. Um, you know, the to. Romney campaign used to have 40, 50 people in an office building in Des Moines. I'd be shocked if anyone has 15. Talking to Craig Robinson, Iowa GOP, or spent many years running the Iowa caucuses. Is it that they don't think that provides a value? Or is the plan to run for second place and get yourself to New Hampshire? And in New Hampshire, 
where the latest polling is out, Trafalgar Group uh, ending August 16th. Trump 50, DeSantis 11, Chris Christie at 9, Tim Scott at 8. Uh, it, it's, it's Vivek Ramaswamy at 10% in, in third place there. Is that it? Hopefully you'll get a showing in, in the first three, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and that allows you to be the foil to Trump, and you got to take it Super Tuesday. Yeah, I just I just think if Trump – look, if Trump wins Iowa and New Hampshire, it's over. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's going to go to South Carolina. I get that. I get that we're going to go to all these states. But it becomes even more inevitable than it is today. And so, you know, it's not – like, I think the play is, I think there's a list of candidates that, you know, you have to you have to trip Trump up if you're going to beat him. And I'm not seeing that effort here. And 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 the, and Trump's left the, the door cracked open because he's not campaigning. Right. He's not doing any of this work either, but he hasn't had to. And no one is no one's making life uncomfortable for Donald Trump here in Iowa yet. I've yet to see it. Well, wait, let, let, dis- discuss what that means, because I think for a lot of these campaigns, if, if we're discussing that that's what has to happen to make to be competitive, right? We're not talking mm-hmm. about liking or not liking Trump. We're discussing the politics of it. Um, how does that work? In, in your view, for Iowans, how do you make Trump uncomfortable? I, well, look, so the, the reason this is tough for these candidates to do is because there's not an instant reward to be had, Right. So, like, I think the only one who's close to doing it is is maybe DeSantis going county by county. Right. Um, And I think that he has some some geographical advantages on Trump where he can go to northwest Iowa where those people didn't support him eight years ago. Right. This is where the the hard line Christian conservatives are like, I think you you, you've got to go through there, but you got to drill deep. Right. You got to make sure these people turn out. You got to make sure that they're talking to their friends. And so it's not good enough just to show up and visit. You actually have to have staff that's organizing, that's growing this thing. And it's not, and that type of work, Tony, never shows up the next day in a poll. It's going to show up on caucus day. And, and I'm not seeing that level of work. I, it's more like it's splash and go. It's uh, we're going to roll into town you know, put on a hoot nanny, and then, you know, maybe we'll see you next time. Uh, They have to do the – I don't see any campaign really doing the classic caucus organizing that we've seen other campaigns do in the past. Well, let's go the other way with this, Craig. Um, You and I have participated in in events in Iowa, uh, panels Mm -hmm. in Iowa, discussing why Iowa first. It was it was one of my first uh, uh, it was really my first time in Iowa, one of my first sure. events really engaging uh, a, a detailed conversation about the fact that I don't think or at least I, I didn't think then that Iowa did a, I think, a strong enough job in selling its story to the rest of the country. It, it was, you know, there's this idea of uh, like what we're seeing with, with New Hampshire with the Democrats and, and New Hampshire will not budge. Uh, Democrats want Sam, uh, South Carolina to be first New Hampshire's like, uh, we're first primary in the nation. We don't care. We're doing it. And I think you got to go out there and, and sell your story. Are there Iowans 
who are grumbling about the fact that how come these people aren't competing for me? What is what is this full aerial assault? In 2016, when Trump was doing the full aerial assault, although he did events in Iowa, of course, I was there for them. Um, right. uh, it, it was it was so novel because he was such a novelty that it makes sense. Are there Iowans grumbling and people who are power players grumbling saying, whoa, 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 what is this taking us for granted nonsense here? Oh, we're losing you right there, having a little connection issue. Oh, sorry, buddy. Am I there? There you go. Talk to me. I'm sorry. Look, I I think that, like, I'm concerned, right? But I think for most activists, you know, as long as the candidate shows up in town and they have access and they get to shake hands and take pictures, they're fine with it. I mean, I, I I think you have to, you know, I look at what Ted Cruz did you know, back in 2016. Um, and I and I believe this is what the DeSantis camp, which is many of the same people, are trying to do again. Um, but I don't know if Ted Cruz organized, right, um, and, and had a really in-depth campaign operation in every county in the state, or if they just kind of, they rode the wave, right? Trump didn't do the Fox News debate at the end. Trump kind of faded at the end. Iowans, look, Donald Trump at that point was a guy that you just, you know, there there was questions. Is he, is he really in this to win it or not? That was when we caucused in 2016. And I think Cruz was the benefactor of, of, of those doubts, right? Trump didn't win Iowa. Well, now, you know, fast forward, there's no doubts in people's minds. They think Trump is serious about running again. And, and uh, the media spends time shouting him down, saying that he can't win, right, in a general. And they're like, well, wait a minute. He has won, you know, and, and he's leading in all these polls. All the indicators say that, you know, he might be our best shot. So what I, I guess it's, it's really complicated what I'm trying to get at here. But I think that there's I, – I think there's really doubt in all of these campaigns as to – are they doing the work that's necessary to upend a former president, a guy who's won the, you know, you know, won the presidency uh, and has done well in Iowa and and has the support of his base? Right, but you're talking about 40%. it. You're talking about it from the candidate side. I'm wondering if there's any level of, of usurpation going on uh, from the constituent side. Is there a candidate that people are like, well, if he's not going to come here and campaign for me, I'll go vote for so-and-so. But your argument seems to be a little no, greater but, than that, but, which is no have, one's campaigning. Would, and if no one's campaigning, what is actually happening? They they, they are campaigning. So – so the candidates are campaigning. The only one who's not campaigning is Trump, right? Trump's not doing the normal retail politics, but I don't think his supporters demand that of him. I think he has a different standard. And, and so, like, that would be my con- – that's my concern about Trump is that he's not here doing those things. The other people are campaigning, but I don't think they're organizing. I don't think that they – I don't think they're drilling deep and doing the necessary build-out to win on caucus night where you have to organize 1700 precincts across the state. You know, I think it's, I think they're, they're, they're in many ways campaigning like Trump is, except Trump doesn't have to go to, you know, the county seat anymore. I mean, he's a former president and I think the people are loyal 
if you back Trump, you're going to back Trump in, in January, I guarantee you. So you don't see right now anybody making any kind of move. This is all just Trump's to lose, and right now no one's doing anything to even try and win it. Well, look, I, like I said earlier, I'll give DeSantis credit that, that he has gone he, – He's done the most extensive campaigning over the summer in the state, in my opinion. He's gotten around, and I think that I'm watching that. I think that matters, and I think that's why you saw in that register poll that his numbers are okay in Iowa compared to Trump. But it's like, how do you close that 20% gap? You know, how, how, how do you make this into, oh, my God, Ron DeSantis has a shot to win Iowa? I think you have to have a real grassroots component uh, to this to get to that level. And that's what I'm waiting to see. Craig Robinson, the Iowa GOP on the Twitter Xbox, Iowa G-O-P-E-R. The man has run many a Republican caucus in the state of Iowa. Craig, always a pleasure. Appreciate you. More is coming up. I'm Tony Counts.